Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Don't play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. These guys are nothing. You hear me? They please just like we do. Yes, they sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then let's play. But that's eating us too. That gives us too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Welcome back. It's Rob Bro Show Talk, 103.9 News, 20 Sports. I am the host. You are the co-host. You can text in 806-855-3712. Live tournament action going on. West Virginia, Maryland has been an incredible game. West Virginia currently up 54-52. Eight and a half minutes remain. Ref show. 16 fouls in the first 10 minutes of this half. Ridiculous. Jimmy Bell Jr. has fouled out. He had four rebounds and an assist, did not score. Tough, tough, tough draw for Jimmy Bell Jr. Only played 11 minutes, got in foul trouble early. It is now tied 54-54-Maryland on the latest run. It has been a game of runs back and forth, back and forth. For these two teams, obviously rooting interest for myself in West Virginia. The Gambling Gauchos have chosen West Virginia as their team. I do not know what happens if they lose. Do we move on to an Iowa State or a Kansas State who are in our top three? Or do we just quit the tournament and consider ourselves jinxes? As our Texas Tech Red Raiders did not make the tournament and then our team we chose loses first round as the 8-9 matchup as the favorite in this 8-9 matchup, even though they're the 9 seed. An early text. Hey, Rob, slow news day. I'm sure there's nothing going on in the sports world, right? Wait, I'm getting a report. The NCAA basketball tournament started today. Odd. Haven't seen Texas Tech say anything about it. Well, they're not in it. Anyways, go Lady Raiders wreck the Miners. Lady Raiders playing tonight at the USA. See you out there. If you were there, I'll be there. Again, $10 tickets. No reason not to go. They're at the USA in the WNIT. Hey, bro, how are you? I am fine. I'm good, too. Thank you. Uh, NCAA Tournament Cinderella's Where Are They Now? In honor of the Big 12 bunkmates, West Virginia's Kevin Pitsnoggle is now a West Virginia High School Assistant Principal. I saw that. I saw that today. Uh, This text as well. Hey, bro, if it wasn't for the bigger budget of Colorado compared to Jackson State, Coach Prime was in a better region for recruiting. 
Colorado isn't going to recruit on a national level like the Blue Blood programs. They already are, kind of, in the transfer portal. Colorado doesn't produce a lot of high-talented high school players because it just isn't in their area in Colorado. Sure, you might get some spares like Joel Klatt, but the last talented player to come out of Colorado was Christian McCaffrey. He went to Stanford. Probably wouldn't even gone to Colorado even if Prime was there. Um, yeah, but you're missing it. Coach Prime is not focused on high school recruits. They're going to clean up the transfer portal as long as he's there. And in some ways, uh, that's a great way to recruit if you can get 20 transfers. It certainly worked for Matt Wells. He just didn't do enough of the other. And he didn't get enough high-level transfers. He just didn't get enough players. But Colorado got something like 20 transfers in. I, I, I'm not worried about Colorado's recruiting at all, really. But I don't think Deion Sanders is long-term there. And I don't think the Big 12 leadership is talking to Colorado because Deion Sanders is there. If they're even talking to Colorado. Uh, another thing on Colorado as a texter says, the other sports are laughable. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they don't have baseball. Which I guess would put you back at an even number because Iowa State also doesn't have baseball. I think their basketball would be at the bottom of the new Big 12. I don't think I know. But there's no reason Colorado can't get back into the recruiting uh, bed of Texas if they are playing Texas schools. I think Arizona would recruit better in Texas. And you might see a lot of those California players who want to play closer to Texas start going to Colorado. Um, But I do not think that Deion Sanders is long-term in Colorado, and I, I never really did. That was just his next stop. In fact, I don't think Deion Sanders will be long-term anywhere. Just feels like the kind of guy, I think, maybe three or four years at each stop, and then he moves up and moves up, and then maybe even eventually tries to go to the NFL. Rob, take a deep breath. West Virginia will win. We'll see. Um, Currently tied up again, 54-54. Nine total fouls for West Virginia. Ten total fouls for Maryland. Everybody in the double bonus. Uh, You need Eric Stevenson to start scoring, uh, or at least be a little more productive. He only has six points and an assist. No rebounds. At all. Country Johnson has uh, double his uh, output from the season, his season average. But... West Virginia is struggling to close out this half like they struggled to close out the first half. It is Power Ranking Thursday. We will Power Rank things today. Uh, We'll get you a Big 12 Baseball Power Ranking as we move on from the basketball world. We will Power Rank all of the Creed and Rocky movies like we said we would do on Tuesday. I'll also Power Rank anything you want to Power Rank. We were Power Ranking uh, Pickles. Or at least talking pickles, pickles and onions in the first hour. Uh, I've got some pickle power rankings for you. 
kosher baby dills would be my number one pickle. Love the baby dill. Then I would go pickled onions as number two. Especially if it comes in that tray of uh, relish at the Mexican restaurant with corn, uh, not corn, carrots and jalapenos in there. Casole or El Chico's. Which, which was it? I think it was El Chico's. You could order the side of relish, they called it. That was pickled onions, pickled jalapenos, and pickled carrots. Amazing. Amazing. That would be number two. I would double down on the onions and go pickled red onions. Is number three, pickled squash, pickled beets would be four and five. Pickled okra, right on the outside. A solid player, role player, sixth man of the year, pickled okra. So they're the pickle power rankings. If you have power rankings, you can text them in or any NCAA tournament thoughts as it rolls on. We have lost the feed to West Virginia, Maryland here at the studio. Uh, but we still have the game tracker on. It's 56-56. We'll have to get that sorted out during the break. Um, but the the game tracker is so far ahead of anything else. It, it almost just... It's a little frustrating to watch the game tracker and the game because you already know what's going to happen. And it's so far behind you don't... Uh, West Virginia takes the lead. 59-56. So still fighting. Still going. And... If you're in on West Virginia, or at least in the Big 12, uh, that is a solid, solid lead there late in that one. Of course, Dion won't stick with Colorado forever. He's always had commitment issues. He went back and forth from Atlanta football to baseball, then San Francisco, then the Cowboys. He played offense, defense, etc. He does as he pleases. Uh, he was at Jackson State for for longer than anyone thought. Uh, and I think the move from Colorado to... Um, or the move from Jackson State to Colorado was a natural move. I mean, a lot of guys would have taken that jump. And, and as far as his NFL playing career, he did what the coaches asked, right? And if you're good enough to play both baseball and football, I don't, I don't blame him for any of that. Uh, and I think that's kind of the thing about Deion Sanders is he does as he pleases. And I think that's why you like Deion Sanders if you like him. Uh, and that's a reason some people don't like him. But I also have no issues with a guy going to a contender late in his NFL career. He stayed at Atlanta. San Francisco went and got him as a mercenary. They won a Super Bowl on a one-year deal. And then he went to the Dallas Cowboys. And won another Super Bowl. I, well, I don't see any negatives there. Now, you could call it commitment issues if you want to. Um, but I have no problem with Deion Sanders. I, I actually really like him. I think he'll be successful at Colorado. Uh, this texture, how often do you troll Pac-12 fans or Wilner on Twitter? I don't troll. I don't try. We'll answer John Wilner every once in a while or quote tweet him. Uh, Pac-12 fans I don't like to engage with. Now, if I'm on the Gambling Gauchos account, I will be a little more free to engage with Pac-12 fans. But they're just dumb, generally. Or, or thinking of... 
it just doesn't seem like they're on the same wavelength as Big 12 fans. Big 12 fans are focused on the athletics. It seems like we've got our TV deal. We don't really care about the money. We just want the best basketball conference in the world. We're focused on a really even football conference and some solid, solid baseball action every year. I think we're focused on improving facilities. We're focused on the athletic nature of the conference because it's an athletic conference. And they're obsessed with academics and money. Money they don't have. Money they won't get. And if the Pac-12 beats the Big 12 in this next contract, which they won't, but if they do, good for them. I'm still in on the Big 12 being stronger and moving forward. The Big 12 doesn't need any Pac-12 schools to get better. They would take Arizona and Arizona State. I have no doubts. And if you take Arizona State, that improves both baseball and basketball. And it makes your football conference different. (laughs) I don't think it improves it all that much. It would improve the next TV deal because you get more windows. But having Arizona in Big 12 basketball absolutely improves your basketball stock. It does. You can't argue that. And if Gonzaga, if the smoke around Gonzaga being a Big 12 member for basketball is true, that improves your basketball stock. I don't care if they stay at the high level they're at or not. I think they'll be competitive. You're getting Houston. You could argue Houston is the most storied basketball school in Texas. Even recently, with more Final Fours than Texas Tech. Now, they haven't won a national championship like Baylor, but over the last decade, Texas Tech, Baylor, and Houston have been the three premier basketball schools at least over the last five or six years. With Houston and Baylor being one and two. Baylor, the national champion. Houston, a couple of final fours. Texas Tech with one. We'll take the break when we come back. More on West Virginia, Maryland. More on the text line. More power rankings. It's Rob Brosho, Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Rocho, Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. The under four timeout has Maryland up 61-69. 61-59, sorry. Um, brutal sequence. Brutal sequence with 
Eric Stevenson missing a shot in the paint. <clears throat> West Virginia forcing a steal, or at least a loose ball. Pops back to Maryland. Maryland gets it into the paint for a free dunk. A four-point swing there. Uh, rough. Rough. And that comes after you're up 59-56. Uh, so a little mini run for Maryland as play resumes. Um, West Virginia with the ball. They need a score. Three seventeen remains. Just a really tough finish to both halves. So far. A really tough half in the first half with West Virginia surrendering a 13-point lead, trailing by two going into half, and then getting back up in the second half, uh, outscoring them 21-11 to with about 11 minutes remaining, and now it's 29-29 in the second half with West Virginia trailing again by two. Uh, Maryland on the other end gets fouled shooting free throws. They're up three. Danger zone. I'm ready to declare with three minutes remaining. Uh, West Virginia really struggling to close out either half. We've seen this this year from West Virginia. Um, and that was a foul under the basket. That is a weak foul. That is a weak foul. And you give them free throws because you've called so many fouls, he just falls down on the rebound. That is not a foul. Just because he doesn't have footing, oh my gosh, that is, oh, this, this crew, you wait all year to get to the NCAA tournament and you have to sit here and watch 30 fouls being called. That is crazy. That is crazy. Maryland now with a five-point lead, 64-59. That is crazy. I No other way to say it. That is ridiculous. To get all the way to the NCAA tournament and to have a game absolutely controlled by the officiating, and now West Virginia just can't buy a bucket. That is just a, such a bad way to finish the season if they can't pull this out. Uh, and they were rolling in the first half before the ref show started. Somebody put in the call. Somebody put in the call to say, hey, let's uh, tighten this up on West Virginia. That is crazy. Now, you've shot about even free throws. I think Maryland has a couple more, but... It's not like it's been crazy the other way. But West Virginia just falling apart at the end of both halves. That's tough. That's that's tough. All right, the power ranking for Rocky and Creed movies. Rocky won the best Rocky Creed movie. Creed won the second best. Then I'll go my personal favorite, Rocky 3, Rocky 2, Rocky Balboa to round out the top five. Rocky Balboa, very underrated. That is the sixth Rocky movie. The third best, fourth best Rocky movie, in my opinion. And it was close between Rocky II and Rocky Balboa. I really do like the Rocky Balboa movie. And then I would go the other two Creed movies, Creed Three, Creed Two. I like all of those movies. They're all good. 
Rocky Four, a lot of people's favorite. I would put it down the list. And then Rocky Five should have never been made. They should they should erase that from history. Uh, that is not a movie that should exist. It was a good idea. Uh, terribly cast movie. Tommy Gunn is awful. Terrible actor. Uh, and then you just have a bar fight at the end. That's the big Rocky fight. A bar fight. You learn not, You learn nothing. You do nothing. That is poor. Very poor. Back to the text line. Uh, best burgers. One, Tommy's. Two, Caprock Cafe. Three, Red Zone. Four, George's on 4th Street. And then Fuddruckers and PR Burgers. Can't argue. I would put a few others in there, but can't argue with that list. The five Slamma Jamma teams would have killed the Baylor National Championship team, the recent KU teams, and our Final Four team. Yes, more players are staying for NIL deals, but those teams back in the 80s, 90s were men. They didn't go one and done or play in the Euro Leagues. I won't argue with uh, the Houston thoughts. I won't. I think they're a really good basketball program, have been for a long time. And I think that's... People worried about Houston football getting good. I think their basketball team will make a leap, even from where they are. I think they'll come in and be immediately competitive in the Big 12. I don't know that their football team will. And you'll have to see how long Kelvin Sampson can coach, but... Who knows? I think Houston is a really good spot. They have a lot of money. Uh, they've got facilities in basketball. They've got fan support in basketball, not like uh, some of their other supports. So, yeah. I, I, I really do like Houston in the Big 12. For basketball, for sure. A minute and a half left. West Virginia now trailing by 566-61. Minute 16 left. They need something big. An offensive rebound on the other end, but they they need some points. You know what? The refs are even on both sides, but this is just not a game that West Virginia wins. They they need it to be loose. They need to be able to play. And in the second half, you've just had consecutive possessions. One, two, three, four, five, six sometimes possessions in a row with foul calls. It's just a completely disjointed game. There's no rhythm. That's why you've seen runs from both sides. Minute left, West Virginia makes a free throw after yet another foul. All right, let's take the break here. When we come back, more power rankings. We'll talk a little Texas Tech baseball. Talk a little Big 12 baseball. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News. Money Sports.
Welcome back. It's Rob Rose Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money, Sports. A review underway. I think it should be West Virginia basketball after a block. Goes out of bounds. It looked like, though, after the block occurred, the Maryland hand was still on the ball and threw it out of bounds. I do not know what's going to happen here. Maybe Maryland keeps it just because they called it Maryland ball there. Uh, We've got the ruling. They're talking to the book. Uh, Official says, I don't know. Let's just call it how we had it because I can't figure it out. More burger texts rolling in. We'll do those real quick. Best burgers. Number five, grilled burger in the backyard. Number four, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen? Number three, Spanky's. Number two, Whataburger. Whataburger? Number one, Buns Over Texas. Texter, your buns are up. Speaking of pickles, Buns Over Texas has some underrated pickles. Oh, man. So they give the ball. They give the ball to uh, Maryland. Maryland misses a shot. They get the ball back on an offensive rebound. 38 seconds up by three with the ball. Timeout. Houston is in the best area in the country for athletes. The SEC raids the Houston Metro. Lots of LSU Tigers are Houstonians. Yes. Uh, Lots of SEC schools recruit Houston, DFW. Um, We'll see if that matters, if, if Houston gets a few more of the top tier. But again, Houston is one of those places where if you say, well, all the good athletes go to LSU, does LSU get 72 Houston players a year? Because there's that many. I mean, there is enough to go around. Texas, all the good Texas athletes are going to the SEC. How? How? There's literally not enough space. The Big 12 has plenty of options. There are thousands of good football players coming out of Texas. Hundreds of great ones. Let's do some Big 12 baseball power rankings. I'm a little distracted because I'm trying to finish off this game. Oh, oh yes. Good. Good. Finally. Maryland has been doing it out of control the whole game. Basically a shot clock violation, but they're going to call a travel on it. Uh, West Virginia with the ball down three. Um, They've scored now. Again, my feet is way behind. Down two, eight seconds. Down two, eight seconds. Let's finish this game. Can we get a miraculous finish in our first day as West Virginia fans? Or are we just going to carry the heartbreakness uh, down the other side? They have 20, 28 seconds down by three, and you're going to get a two. No foul called. He's taken forever. Shot made. We're going to have to foul. Going to have to foul. We're in a 60-second timeout. Down by one. Can you finish the game, West Virginia? Down one, eight seconds, middle of a timeout. Let's get this Big 12 power ranking out. We'll start at the bottom. Kansas and Baylor, they're bad. Baylor is bad. 
They're six and eleven. They've lost to a lot of bad teams. They've got housed by a lot of bad teams. Kansas right at five hundred, seven and eight. They're also down there, and we'll do tiers. Uh, the next tier: Oklahoma and Texas, both eleven and six, eleven and seven. Uh, Texas has won seven straight. They're hot. Uh, Texas could shoot up this board. You play them next weekend. But I still have a little bit of doubts on what they can and can't be moving forward. Though, if they're hot, that makes them good in baseball. Uh, the next tier would be West Virginia, Kansas State, and TCU. TCU, 9-7. and seven. Coming off a loss, but I still have faith that they can get it done. Uh, Kansas State has won six in a row, West Virginia. West Virginia's run six in a row. Kansas State's won eight in a row. Uh, they're 12 and four, 12 and five, respectively. They're good. Both those teams are good. And I think the top tier would be Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Whoever wins this weekend will be the clear-cut number one moving forward, whoever wins this series in Lubbock. Great opportunity for Texas Tech, obviously. West Virginia in the corner, fouling for four whole seconds before they call it. They've had a quick whistle all day, and they wait a full four seconds to call a foul. They're just hammering it. Call it. God, these officials, man. They, these officials. What a what an ump show. What a ref show. Official show. Whatever you want to call it. That is ridiculous. They're fouling in the first second, and you let four seconds run off to get the call in. Maryland up two. Bob Huggins calling... They might put some time back on the clock. I don't think they will. They might take time off. Official review again. So not only do you have reviews, you have bad calls leading to reviews. That is just ridiculous. 8.4 seconds. They get over there with seven seconds left. Six and a half is an obvious foul. And they let it go all the way down to 4.4. Maryland makes the first free throw, misses the second. With four seconds, just not enough time to get a clean shot off. I mean, that is ridiculous. Maryland wins 67-65. Ref show. They did put... A half second back on, so four and a half seconds, 4.7 seconds. Looks like Maryland's going to miss this one on purpose. Nope, they just miss it. Gets it out to Kendry and Johnson. Misses the three. Man. Tough start for my bracket. Tough loss for my Mountaineers. Tough day overall. We'll hit the break. It's Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9. News, money, sports. We'll be back on the text line after this. It's Power Ranking Thursday. People are power ranking burgers. I might as well throw some out as well. It's Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9. News, money, sports.
back. People are saying the gouges are cursed. Ain't no curses. Ain't no curses. Text in to uh, tell us who we should pick next, Kansas State or Iowa State. Uh, this texture, you could recruit just from KDISD and be competitive in multiple sports. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of players down there. Uh, this texture, Maryland sneaks by Western. Yeah, we saw it. We saw it. We saw it. Uh, how will the gambling gauchos get past their pick advancing West Virginia over the Terps? I, you know, you make a lot of picks in your life. You make a lot of bets. You don't win them all. Uh, you pick yourself back up. You have a short memory. You go on to the next one. That's uh, sports. That's life. That's sports wagering. Not everything in life goes your way. Sometimes you attach yourself to a loser. Uh, you want to blame yourself because you should have known better. But that's just the way the world works sometimes. You, you pick yourself up. You dust yourself off. In life... It's not how many times you fall down, people. It's how many times you get up. You know what I'm saying? And we will move on. We will not stop rooting for the Big 12 and the NCAA tournament. I don't care how many losses we take. We will continue. That's the Gaucho's way. That's a tough loss, though. Tough loss to Maryland, tough loss for West Virginia, tough loss for the Gauchos. No way around that. I'm not discounting the size of the loss. Sometimes you take big ones. You just got to recover. By the way, uh, back to the scores and Furman has pulled off the upset, the 13-4 upset of Virginia. Furman. Slauson of Furman went 19 points, 10 boards, 4 assists. Virginia shocked again in the first round. Furman. Let me say it one more time. Furman. Wow. Uh, through the first half, Kansas up 50 to 37. Grady Dick with 12 points and seven boards. Missouri leading Utah State 35 31, also at halftime. Uh, the rest of the schedule today Illinois, Arkansas at 3 30. Auburn, Iowa, 5 50. Oral Roberts Duke tonight, Colgate, Texas tonight, Houston, Northern Kentucky tonight, and then also at 6 o'clock, obviously, the women's NIT right here in Lubbock, Texas, as the Lady Raiders take on the UTEP Miners. I can't get over that that ref show, man. That, and again, it wasn't uneven. It was just poor officiating. I hate that. I hate that you get to the NCAA tournament and just have brutal officiating. That is terrible. Uh, only game in action right now on TNT. 
Utah State, Missouri back in the second half. Again, halftime, Howard, Kansas. Kansas scoring 50 in the first half, allowing 37. Bill Self not on the sideline. Bill Self will be back, or at least is listed as day-to-day. I would assume he'll be back for either Arkansas or Illinois, whoever wins that one. I mean, those 1-8 matchups, 1-9 matchups are always tough. Generally, you always see, except for Virginia, the one time, the one seed's winning. Virginia, again, man, that coach, is that still Tony Bennett? That's a bad loss for Virginia. At the Amway Center in Orlando, the ACC, man, tough. And tough for the, the Big 12 truthers out there like me. Uh, for Maryland of the Big Ten to go out and beat the heck in the final 10 minutes of both halves out of West Virginia, you just couldn't finish. thought the Big 12 was supposed to be tougher than the Big Ten. It just did not work out this way. I mean, you're leading big in both halves and just collapse twice. That's so unlike Bob Huggins. Texas Tech baseball winning again yesterday, 14-7. to A seven spot in the fifth inning did him in. Zach Erdman pitching the starting role, giving up one earned run. Josh Sanders giving up two runs. Tabor Fast giving up four runs. Ryan Free pitching two-thirds, getting a strikeout. He faced two batters, four pitches. And then Jace Jace Lopez uh, finishing out the game, one hit, one walk, six batters faced in a complete inning for the final outs. Not the save because you're up by seven. In Damian Bravo's first at-bats, he was two for five, scored a run, had four RBIs. It was all on one swing. His first hit of the year, a grand slam for Texas Tech. The first hit of his career as a Red Raider out in left field uh, with Nolan Hester catching the day off. Gage Harrelson in the leadoff, leadoff role for the first time. Harrelson, uh, Harrelson has been batting second, I believe. Uh, Hester out. Harrelson moves to center field. He is three for four. Ryan Brome, the DH. Three for six, his best day of the year. And then Owen Washburn, two for three with two RBIs. And he also had a walk. A solid, solid day for Washburn, who before the game was batting 50. 50. Uh, He moves up his batting average. Brome also moving up his batting average. As well, Gavin Cash hitting 487, another big day yesterday. He's got seven home runs on the year. Brome now hitting 235, Washburn up to 130 after yesterday's at bats. We'll preview the Oklahoma State series tomorrow. It is a huge, huge series. Got a couple of tickets to that if you want to text in tomorrow. 
back on the horse 11 a.m. tomorrow for the Raiderland. I'll be here. Ryan Hyde will be here. I've been Rob Bro. I'll be Rob Bro. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.